right. Hi, y'all. Welcome to another episode. This is episode 13, or this is also known as season two, episode two. (laughs) Okay. I struggled so much of how to figure out how to label these. I'm just going to label them both ways. Anyway. All right. So (laughs) in this episode, I want to talk about first date number two. I'm to go. I'm, oh my God, I'm taking us to like a horrible throwback for myself. First date number two, I want to talk about uh, survival techniques. um, And especially when you're dating and more specifically today, I want to talk about how to escape from duct tape, right? Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. All right. So okay, I'm reliving this, (laughs) which is proof that I love you guys and I care about you guys because this is still one of my least favorite fucking first dates, right? Okay, so at this point, I've been on 61 first dates. I've never felt unsafe. I've always, uh, you know, walked away, you know, learning some sort of lesson and I've always (laughs) walked away um, knowing that this would make you guys laugh and would be helpful to you in some way, right? Okay, so... As I always say, like specifically to my soldiers, fucking learn from me. All right. So, (laughs) but in my defense, this was first date. Oh, by the way, pun intended. This was first date number two. Okay. So I uh, picked up a hike and packed up all his stuff for one weekend. He loves to travel. I love to travel. We love to explore, hike, the whole bit, whatever. We are uh, famous for just driving around with like my Jeep down too. We just love to be outside. Anyway, so one weekend I decided to visit a friend who had a new boyfriend at the time and they live about two hours from me, right? So Ike and I decided to go for the weekend. So we got all of our stuff ready. You know, it was beautiful weather. Um, The part, this part of of New York, by the way, I live in the Southern Tier, is fucking gorgeous. Anyway, so we got in the Jeep, we had music going, like life was awesome. I had coffee. Ike, you know, had his head out the window. You know, I was like singing really loudly. I was like obsessed with like Bob Dylan at the time. I mean, I still am, but that's what I was singing very loudly. It was a great fucking trip, right? So great trip. We see my friend, you know, it was a great hug. You know, she's moving into this new house with her new boyfriend at the time. It was gorgeous. They had this like extra like room set up for me and Ike. It was fucking cute and sweet. and It was awesome. And I love to hang out with people, right? And I love to explore. So the two of them together, I was like fucking excited, right? So, you know, I unpacked the Jeep, you know, um, we, you know, we let Ike, you know, explore the house, you know, like, you know, we hung out, you know, had a couple of drinks, I believe. Um, And then um, we talked about what we're gonna do for the weekend. And I was kind of like, you know, let's just go for the weekend, hang out, you know, like I enjoy your company. I don't care what we do. And she's like, cool, right? So... So I'm stupidly like hanging out in the house, whatever. We're catching up. And then she's like, oh, so we're going to go to such and such's house. Of course, I'm not going to say names. Um, She was like, and um, it's going to be like a barbecue. It's like going to be like an actual Korean barbecue. Like the food's really good. I've had it before. Uh, The lady like makes most of it from scratch. Like it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm like, holy shit, that's great. I love Korean food. And of course, we'll be outside. Like who doesn't love like a barbecue, right? So like, holy fuck, this would be awesome. And then we talked about, you know, bringing Ike or not. And I was like, no, we'll let him stay behind. You know, we're not going to be gone that long, right? And she's like, no, 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 a couple hours at the most. We're just going to go eat. And I'm like, okay, cool, right? Grave mistake number one. <laughs> I did not bring my Jeep. Okay. So we... uh <laughs> we're getting ready she's like yeah we're gonna leave in such and such time you know jump in the shower whatever you need I'm like okay cool so as we're getting into her car she's like so you know before we head out there we're gonna stop by a liquor store being a beer store wine store whatever she was like you might want to pick up something because you know it's not just the three of us there's gonna be four of us and I was like what what do you mean four I was like me you your boyfriend friend's house what do you mean (laughs) because I'm kind of stupid sometimes then it hit me bam 
fuck, this is a blind date, right? So I was like, motherfucker. But I love her, right? I miss her. I haven't seen her in a long time. So I was like, all right, we'll make the best of it. So of course we go beer store, wine store, liquor store, whatever, right? So I pick up Lambic for me. I picked up a couple of like local um, breweries, you know, for like our guest. And I don't remember. I bought a, way too much shit. Anyway, so we get there, which is just my style. But anyway, so we get there and... <laughs> Uh, beautiful house, like beautiful weather. I didn't have Ike with me. So I, I regretted, you know, I, instant, I instantly regretted it because it was beautiful, like privacy fence or whatever. Anyway, so we sit down, you know, um, her friends are awesome. I mean, they're friends of friends, but they're awesome. Like her boyfriend's awesome. I've known them for a while, right? So we're like all catching up talking. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> like in a bad Lifetime movie, kind of, <laughs> it's really tall, granted he is attractive but this really tall guy like walks up sits down and we're like at the end of this really long table right so there's like four of us and he's like directly across from me (laughs) and he's like hi how are you and I'm like great whatever so (laughs) I'm actually a good sport I'm a nice person but you know I tried really hard anyway throughout this dinner this you know um barbecue lunch that was supposed to be two hours was awesome like the host was adorable uh food was great you know great friends great time we had music on the whole bit. It was awesome. And then <laughs> as the night went on, uh, everybody started drinking more and more, right? People, including myself, became less sober, right? And um, this guy and I, we didn't click. Like, we didn't dislike each other at this point, but I could tell there was no chemistry, right? I mean, I could just tell, like, in any way, whatever. So, but it was fine. And I was making the best of it, right? And remember, I didn't fucking have my Jeep. <laughs> so, I really had to make the best of it, right? I couldn't just leave. So, I don't know. In my head, out of the fucking blue, because then I don't even remember how it came up in conversation. I mean, I have like a flag, you know, fucking tattoo on my arm. So it's kind of obvious that I'm patriotic. You know, people may not know instantly that I'm in the army, but people know at least, you know, I care about our country, right? So I didn't have anything else army related. Very seldomly, aside from a grunt tree, do I walk out with anything that screams army per se, right? Or exactly. Anyway, so out of the blue, the guy like leans over, right? I'm eating because, you know, I'm stuffing my fucking face, right? <laughs> Chugging Lambic or whatever the fuck I had. Anyway, so I'm, like, I'm living my little best life with my little meal in my glass, right? Anyway, he like leans over. <laughs> I'll never forget this as long as I live because it felt like he kicked me in my teeth. But he like leaned over and he was like, yeah, so <laughs> they tell me that you're in the army. And I was like, well, yes, I, I am in the army. And he's like, yeah, so I was in and I did blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So I was like, did you retire? And he was like, no, nah, I did one tour. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, so, you know, this is what I do now. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool, whatever. And then he was like, what do you do again? So I explained. I was like, well, you know, like I joined as a 12 Romeo. I wasn't a great electrician, um, but I met Combat Camera in Panama and I immediately reclassed. So most of my career have been Combat Camera. It's been fucking awesome, right? I've traveled a lot, you know, because of the Army. Best fucking job ever. Unfortunately, (laughs) at the moment, I'm a recruiter, but I hope to go back to Combat Camera. So he's like half listening, right? (laughs) I could tell. Looks at me and he was like, so you're not really in the army then. And I was like, excuse me? And he was like, well, you know, you're fucking pogue. Like you've never been in the infantry, by the way. This guy has never been in the infantry, by the way. He was a fucking MP one fucking tour. Anyway, so um, (laughs) I didn't know how to take it at first. And I was instantly pissed off because for those of you who don't know, Pogue is a fucking huge insult. Granted, I am a Pogue. Pogue uh, stands for a person other than grunt, right? I am a Pogue. I'm not in the infantry. 
But that fucking stranger on a blind fucking date calling me a pogue over dinner and not kidding about it, like being totally serious, that's a fucking insult. Like, that's like, I mean, he might as well really have fucking kicked me in my teeth. Like, I was instantly pissed, right? That's kind of like a slick sleeve joke. Like, there's some jokes that are funny in the army and some aren't. That's fucking like, he was like, he was, that was fucking first blood, right? So <laughs> I was, uh, I, I, I hate to say this mom, but I was not very polite back, right? So I was, I was angry back and um, he was angry back. We both said some things. Well, I know I said some things that I don't regret. I don't know how he felt, but I was pissed, right? And uh, my friends were horrified, right? Because they were sitting next to me and I felt bad for them because I know that their intentions were good and I appreciate that. But it's interesting because if you have not had a conversation with your friends or family about what you like in dating, um, or like quality traits, personality traits, you, you probably should mention them. Hopefully, um, you will not get a you know thrown on a surprise blind date like I was. Um, but I think it's important to know for your friends and family to know what you like and don't like, right? Like I think in this scenario, my friends are awesome. They're sweet. You know, they're friends of his, like they get along with him. They get along with me. You know, I'm in the army. He did a tour in the army. So I think in their defense, they thought we would get along. And for whatever reason, because chemistry is weird, right? Either you have it or you don't have it. We did not get along. <laughs> and if I see him again, it's going to be not friendly again, mom, I'm sorry. But anyway, the reason I bring up the story, this was first date number two, right? He basically belittled my career. He insulted me. <laughs> it was not a great first date, right? And it happened to be a blind date, which I will never go on ever again. Um, and I have learned through my 61 dates, if I don't like something at this point, I'm going to say it. This date, first date number two, I just sat there miserable because I was trying to be a good friend, right? That two hours or so that my friend was like, oh, yeah, we're only going to be there for two hours. We were there for six and a half hours. <laughs> And I learned a couple of lessons that I want to share from you or with you, right? Like I always say, like I always tell my soldiers, fucking learn from me. Okay. Grave mistake, number one, I did not bring my Jeep, right? So if you end up on a first date, heaven forbid it's a blind date, always have transportation. I never, ever let a first date pick me up. I will meet somebody somewhere, right? But I will never let them pick me up because I always want to have a fucking way out. Like transportation is a big fucking deal, right? I'm not angry about this because, you know, I, I still hung out with my friends. But if I had had my Jeep, I would have left, right? <laughs> I wouldn't have sat there miserable, right? So transportation is a big fucking deal, especially on a first date, right? If you're going out there, you've never met somebody. I've talked about it before. You need to fucking have a video call to make sure that's the right person, right? You need to have some sort of like um, safety app on your phone, you know, whether it's noon light or what have you. Like people need to know where you're going, right? Like I'll, I'll go into, I've been in, I know I've talked about it before and I will go into more detail of how to screen people, but going back to this scenario, right? First date number two, I didn't have transportation. So I kind of fucked myself there. Right. So, and then I didn't talk about, or I didn't even think about an escape plan because this was only my first date, right? you know, with this person, well, technically blind date, whatever, but I didn't have like an escape plan, right? So that's always my other thing, right? So you need to make sure that that person's like a real person, right? You need to have your own transportation and you need to get a plan together in your head of how you're going to get out. Like you need to have an escape plan, right? Okay. So the escape plan, perfectly, perfect segue, like leads me into Clint Emerson, right? So Clint Emerson, if you've never heard of him before, he's a retired Navy SEAL. He's a cool as fucking shit guy. Awesome guy. 
um, really smart. I think he's written like five or six books at this point. They're all about survival and, you know, and techniques. And he was in SEAL Team 3 and then 6. And I think he worked with NSA. But anyway, he's the coolest shit guy. And he knows his shit, right? Anyway, so he did a series not too long ago uh, for 5.11, right? The, uh, the badass tactical clothes, right? I have like way too many 5.11 shit. But anyway, and love them. But um, if you don't know, if, oh my God, if you haven't heard of 5.11, please Google 5.11. Please Google Clint Emerson and you will instantly find the series that I'm talking about, right? So... When I was like online the other day thinking about like safety tips and escape and like the series and how I wanted to present it to you, I stumbled on Clint Emerson's YouTube videos, right? So I'm going to link to them. I'm going to do my best to, you know, explain some of his techniques, but please, please, please take a look at his videos when you have time and more importantly, share them with your friends and family. Okay. Because these apply whether you're on a date or not, right? Okay, so the first one, heaven forbid, right? You're on a kind of <laughs> first date <laughs> and you end up in a scenario um, where it's clear that they have bad intentions for you, right? So if somebody is trying to um, take possession of you, right? If they're, this may not even be a first date. Honestly, come on, let's face it. It's going to be fucking 2022, right? You could just be like walking like your dog, right? You could be just going like the grocery store, gas station, whatever. If someone is going to attack you, right? They're going to use a restraint, right? So they're going to overpower you in some way and they're going to use a restraint, right? So duct tape is the number one form of restraints that people who have bad intentions for you use because it's cheap, it's easy to find, right? So heaven forbid you're in a struggle with someone, right? Because I do not want this to happen. But if you're in a fucking struggle with someone and it's clear that you cannot win this struggle and you can't get away, please think about this. When you're in a struggle with someone, someone's fighting you, they're trying to overpower you, they're trying to hurt you. Your goal is to survive, right? Your goal is to like win the war, lose the battle if you have to, right? So if you're in a situation where someone is attacking you and you cannot win, you cannot get out, you can't escape, you can't run, let them restrain your hands, your wrists, most likely it's going to be duct tape, right? Let them do it. Do it with your hands open, your fingers open. This expands your wrist. So if somebody is struggling with you, they're hitting you in the head, you just cannot get out, whatever, temporarily surrender temporarily please only temporarily because remember you want to win the war right so if you take your hand and you put it around your your wrist right now if you open your hand close your hand open your fingers wiggle your fingers you're going to feel with your hand that your wrist is already bigger than it is if it's not right so if somebody's going to restrain you right keep your hands open keep your fingers open if you can calmly let them restrain you with duct tape because if you're fighting with them and that duct tape goes on your wrist and it's all jacked up and tangled you're gonna have a much harder time freeing yourself so remember in this situation I want you to win I don't want anybody to lose any kind of fight any struggle whatever but sometimes you need to temporarily you know surrender and you need to do this calmly so that way you can escape right because your goal is to survive okay so when they tape you right and you have your hands open your fingers open right you're gonna end up somewhere right so I'm Ah, God, I don't fucking know. Some warehouse, house, whatever. You're going to end up somewhere. When you were there, one of the easiest ways to escape duct tape is if you have a razor blade, like a straight razor, right? So within his video, he's going to show you uh, ways that you can hide the razor, right? So I personally have not used a razor technique, though I love it and I think it's brilliant. I just have not done it. What I do is I have three... Um, blades on my body at all time. I don't mean in my backpack. I don't carry a purse. I mean, I have three fucking knives on my body at all fucking times, right? I'm not going to tell you where they are because heaven forbid somebody attacks me, but I don't carry a purse. I don't carry a backpack hardly ever. I have three knives on my body and they are strategically positioned 
to help myself in a scenario if I need it, right? So think about this too, right? If you don't have a razor blade, if you don't have like a knife on you, also think about like what's in the room, like what can you use, right? Piece of wire, whatever, right? The corner of a table, whatever. You can use friction to, to break duct tape, right? Within his video, and this technique I have actually used before um, for fun, you know, just like the army always teaches you like repetition, right? So heaven forbid, like I'm actually in a situation where I'm duct taped, my repetition will kick in, right? So like all my learning, like all that training kind of kicks in. So one of the things that is taught often is a wedge, right? So remember you have your hands taped with duct tape, right? Take your arm straight in front of you with all of the power and anger that you can muster, launch your elbows to your rib cage, and that's called a wedge, right? If you do that hard and powerful enough, you're gonna snap the duct tape. So that's called a wedge. Um, definitely practice with that because it's it's a little bit of an art form, but in this scenario, you, your goal is to survive, right? I've done this and I've bruised the fuck out of myself before because I had like a, a watch on, but it doesn't matter because the goal is to survive, right? Okay, so razor blade would be ideal, right? Some sort of knife is my recommendation. If you don't have either of those though, a wedge will work. If your feet are taped and you can't get out and you can't find any tool or whatever, um, the best thing to do is to somehow get your body to stand up. Once you're standing up, when your feet are fat on the floor, right, and your ankles are taped together, you want to squat down, like launch yourself into the ground. That will break the tape. So heaven forbid you need you need to know how to use a wedge or to squat down quickly, or you I really just don't want this to happen, but I want people to be safe out there, right? So if you guys have any questions about the duct tape and how to survive, um, just in general, Clint Emerson, highly fucking recommend. Um, I'll, like I said, I'll go ahead and link in my YouTube video. That way you can see all the shit that he's done. And then you can see examples of the wedge and the squatting down, right? And then the razor blade. So if you guys have any questions about anything, as usual, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm here to help you. I'm here for you. Um, if you guys need anything, this is definitely a time where we should continue to reach out to each other. Everything that's happening in Afghanistan really fucking sucks. It fucking breaks my heart. Um, I've linked to the suicide prevention number on all of my social media platforms. Uh, I mean, I'm fucking here for you. So please fucking call me, message me, text me, whatever. Like, we're here for each other. We will get through this together. And more importantly... If you served in Afghanistan, thank you. Your time was not wasted. You made a fucking difference and you are still making a fucking difference, right? So fuck the news. Fuck what all those like fucking keyboard warriors are saying. You made a difference, right? You made lives better, right? I think most of us were there for the chance of peace, right? So we were really to risk everything for the chance of peace. And I think a lot of us still feel that same way, right? So your time was not wasted. I'm here for you. Hopefully you don't go on a bad first date. <laughs> if you do, and you end up in duct tape, remember, remember, calmly let them tape you, right? Think about a razor blade, think about the wedge, squat down very quickly, fucking get out of there. The next series, the next episode, I'm gonna talk about how to get out of a trunk. So heaven forbid you're taped, you're in a trunk, there's some tips out there to help you, right? So if you have any questions, always reach out. That is it for today. I'm here for you and bye. <laughs>